0: I'd like to make a reservation. Yeah. Sorenstein, party of four, seven o'clock
1: p.m. We, oui, monsieur Sorenstein. We will see you tonight at seven. Now, we do have a strict dress code. Dress code? We oui, black tie, short. Jacket? I think I might have a windbreaker. What? Need I mention his shirt and shoes are required as well? Oh, uh, of course not. I know that. Now, this is totally a joke question, but that shirt has to be clean, too, right? What? Well, I never...
0: Uh, See you at seven! (sighs) Welcome back, everybody, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. Jason? I'm your co-host, Jason, and (laughs) with me today... Is, what the hell was that? I was waiting for. I was waiting for the next line. Why, why? Why didn't you go? Oh, I, I, I'm your other co-host, Josh. You just paused randomly. And today, like, we will be watching season three, episode thirty-two, Fancy Restaurant. Huh.
1: So, uh, before the record, like literally two minutes before this, mm-hmm. I told you so I needed to grab something. <clears throat> what Would you grab? And so, yesterday. I think yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I uh after work I went out uh, to go grocery shopping a little bit, you because know, I just needed creamer or whatever for my coffee. Mm-hmm. So and I saw on on a on a shelf, uh, PewDiePie's G Fuel. You you have a can. I have a can in my hands right now. Is it? The... i was gonna try it.
0: Yeah, is it the lingonberry flavor? or Is it the yuzu one? um What what's the color of it red so it's the lingonberry one nice well i it have doesn't even say the flavor
1: that's weird
0: i have a tub of pewdiepie's flavor um in my <laughs> pantry and i also have his uh, limited edition valentine's day cup hmm. which is pretty oh. nice so yeah go ahead and crack it
1: open hopefully the Ooh, I could see on my audio waves that it caught something. <laughs> Hopefully, it was that. I did
0: not hear anything because Discord filtered it out.
1: Yep. All right, so let's let me get a little.
0: Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Hold on. How do you like it? Is this is your first time having it. Yeah. What would you say this flavor was again? Uh, lingonberry. So basically, lingonberry is a. Uh, well it's a berry and it's native to Scandinavia it's basically like a think of a cranberry but instead of uh the bitterness of a cranberry it's like the sweet part of it it's really good it's often uh really? t- you know how like Americans top uh their pancakes with like strawberries or whatever yeah swedes do that with
1: lingonberries uh, yeah it's actually really good i like it cuz uh usually i don't like cranberries but mm-hmm this is good i like it it has zero sugar too so
0: yes g fuel has zero grams of sugar i i remember um when i was at my old radio station i made a we had to do like a bunch of promos for our finals and i made a commercial on g fuel (laughs) do you still have that file i do still have the file Ah, starting my day once again with an energy drink (laughs) <laughs> me too. But did you know that these drinks rely heavily on sugar and other harmful chemicals? Luckily, we've got G Fuel Energy Formula! G is a sugar-free, antioxidant, vitamin-fortified energy product that'll give you the edge you need to fuel your grind. And unlike all the other energy drinks out there, we rely on pure vitamin and carbohydrates for your source of energy. So stop filling your body with that garbage and have the healthy alternative. G Fuel, the official drink of eSports. It's been so long since I've bought G Fuel, mainly because I don't really drink caffeine anymore. But there was a phase in college when I when I was starting to get into G Fuel, where I was naturally I was forced to drink the caffeine if I if it meant drinking G Fuel. Uh huh. Um, and I liked it. It was pretty good. But I mean,
1: I, I would imagine you would have to drink it since you're in college and you need to get an assignment due like the next morning.
0: That is true because G Fuel. Enhances your focus as well. Oh, well, I guess i will
1: be pretty focused.
0: Yes, you, uh, we will both be focused in breaking down today's episode, which is called "Fancy Restaurant." Hey, you don't find G Fuel at a fancy restaurant. What the hell is this? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to do a bit or whatever, but I thought you were gonna go transition into something. What we can like, oh, do, this is good. what we can do, is today's new segment. Um, I have three bits of news and I guess we'll get started with the first one so Josh do you know the popular uh YouTube uh, not twitch streamer because he's banned on Twitch streamer I shall speed yeah you you already know what's been going on with that
1: yeah it, it, it
0: happened a bit ago but
1: oh yeah okay yeah
0: so basically the other uh, I think like two-ish weeks ago we I, I neglected to talk about this on the last. Episode, uh, but that was only because I forgot about it. So he was playing Five Nights at Freddy's, whatever the newest game is, and he got jump scared by Chica. And if you've seen a single second of I Show Speeds content, you'll know that he is known for his over-the-top, rampant, uh, outrageous reactions of like overreacting, and, like to the point where like it is like pretty funny. Yeah, like he's like unhinged. So basically. He got scared by Chica and he and he started to like jump all around and kind of like freak out. And while he was kind of like s- like moving his hips, um, something accidentally popped out of his shorts, or was he was he in boxers, or either he was in shorts I, he, and he was, was going like commando.
1: I, I, I don't know. I think uh, as like streamers, if you have face cams, most of the time uh, the people will only see your, from the waist up or, like, from the chest up or whatever. Yeah. So you don't really need to wear pants. So... But in Speed's case, he doesn't... He's, he's always shirtless, and he only wears uh, boxers. Yeah, he never really shorts. wears
0: a shirt, but... Um, regardless, he should have been wearing underwear or at least something more concealing because when he was, yeah, when he was moving, something accidentally popped out and he has been coined the new nickname I Show meet.
1: Yeah, I've seen um, I've seen TikTok edits, or TikToks of just like him getting really uh, f- feeling it afterwards. It's yep. Just like can they stop? Like, I, and I feel and I feel that.
0: I, I really do feel bad for speed because um I don't know. People were uh, a part of Speed's audience and a part of like his fan base in general is like messing with him, um, but then Speed he usually like plays along with it because it makes for good content. This mm-hmm. this though. Yes. Yeah, no, that's
1: something else. This is
0: definitely getting to him. And I uh, I tuned in to his first live stream after the incident. And he was, uh, I think he was playing Roblox. And everyone in the lobby was like chasing after him in the game. And just saying like, I shall meet, I shall meet, I shall meet. And it was, I don't know. I like... don't know. That,
1: that's what I don't, I don't even remember if anything like that were to happen to someone that did that like way back in the day not now you, you see what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm. yeah i, I mean it, it's ha- it, it's happened to a lot of streamers before but because it's speed like one of the biggest streamers right now you know mm-hmm. so um I, he, he, has he had been, 20 mil though he did hit 20 million and uh, i've i i never really like watched his live streams um but mm-hmm. ever since this like, whole situation I, I guess i wanted to check in on him and um and then while i was doing that i was like oh he's actually pretty entertaining on live he's actually live right now as we speak which is What's fun you doing? uh i think i think he was um I, I i've oh i don't know what he's doing but in the <sighs> recent lives uh he's he's facetimed uh fans and then yeah uh, i feel like a new segment is him just like Telling off the haters, because of course yeah. people want to get a rise out of him. But he did have this good segment on a live stream where he talked to a fellow creator who's who this has happened to him before, mm-hmm. and the creator like gave Speed some good advice. That's good. Um, and also he did hit twenty mil, and I was there watching live for it.
1: I saw a, I I want to say Twitter, but it's not called Twitter anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I saw a Twitter video of him jumping off of his dresser and, like, knocking over his shit.
0: Dude, yeah, I was at my aunt's house when I was watching that. It was so funny.
1: I like the little freeze frame because he looks funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, um, I show speed. Just uh, keep doing what you're doing. And, like, a lot of people have been saying to you, just, like, screw the haters. I mean, they're they're always going to be there, unfortunately. But what matters is how you respond to it and how – um how you will uh I'm trying to be all philosophical here. Um there's no, a pro- you're doing great, man. The problem was given to you in your life, but it's not about like why is this problem happening to me? It's about what has this taught me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, tell him. Tell of Jason. So, so damn if I had a Bible right now, I'd I'd raise <laughs> it up and say amen.
0: So speaking of
1: consequences
0: for your actions, our next news segment <laughs> Is um so a, a bunch a bunch of episodes ago we talked about former uh, president Donald Trump getting arrested, um and that was only his first count, and ever since that episode I believe that he's been arrested for three more things, and of course the entire world was waiting on his long longly anticipated mugshot, and it has gone live. <laughs> Donald Trump's Fulton <laughs> County jail mugshot has been released.
1: Why? Why does he look like he's try he's like leaning over to try to not show his face but it he, it just makes him look like a meme.
0: I, I feel like I um I'm I'm looking at it right now. It oh well, first of all there are already a lot of memes about it. See? Um it's it's like when you're at the cashier and then um the the person sees you hit no tip <laughs> and <it> just <laughs> was, um this picture like, pretty much broke the internet when it came out like I, everyone knew that it would. But mm-hmm. the funny thing is Donald Trump's team, his campaign team, has already started to sell merch with this face on it. Uh. Which, um, if you ask me, that is a pretty smart move because that merch will uh, be usable by any person, whether you support Trump or not, because obviously his supporters are going to buy it because they're using it as like a message being like, this is the former president. But even though he got arrested, he'll stand up to whatever you like we believe in as as conservatives or whoever they may be. Um, and then his haters will also buy the shirt because it's it is a picture of him in like in, in jail, you know? So, uh, if
1: Ethan were here, we would go like on a whole last tangent about politics because I remember fri- or last Friday, me, him and Jacob went out and uh, during the drive, me and Ethan were just talking about that for, we were just talking about that and about like simple politics. Yeah. I, um, I feel like with Ethan, we talk about politics a lot.
0: He, does he, how much does he enjoy politics? Because I know that like, he's... I think he's... <laughs>
1: No, I think he likes it a lot because he's probably one of those people that just like, okay, this is hap- this is our country and this is what we need to know these things. Yeah, it
0: is good to kind of be like in the know of certain things. Um, mm-hmm. But on the excellent podcast, when we discuss topics like this, we don't exactly go over the political side of it. We more so like look at like, I mean, it's going on in the news. Right now. Donald Trump was arrested. He does have a mugshot. Um, so I, I guess we're like kind of going over the law aspect and not the politics, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, in other news, Oppenheimer, which I was able to see this past weekend. It was nice. really good. H- have you seen it yet?
1: Nope. I don't have time now because classes have started. It, it,
0: it is a three hour movie, but it has it's a three
1: hour a movie. It, it is. It,
0: it was pretty long. God damn. <laughs> All right. And Oppenheimer has reached number four in the um, the highest grossing R-rated movies. Oh. And I will read the top five. So, number five, again, this okay, is... Can I guess? Uh, Okay, what do you think number five is? At 741 mil.
1: Uh, is it Avatar 2?
0: No, Avatar is not R-rated.
1: Oh, oh, R-rated. Okay, yeah, These are all five, R-rated. I- Never mind,
0: never mind, don't quiz me anymore I don't know these Yeah, I I wouldn't know Uh, Well, you have seen three of these movies, I guarantee you. But I'm gonna read them Number five is Matrix Reloaded Nope, haven't seen
1: that
0: Number four, again, is Oppenheimer at 777 mil Number three is Deadpool, the first Deadpool
1: Oh, yeah, okay
0: That was at 783 Number two is Deadpool 2
1: Really? I feel like both those movies are kind of on the same level. Yeah. In my opinion, um, at least.
0: And that was that scored 786 mil. And the number okay. one top uh, grossing R-rated movie, it is the only one on this list to have broken 1 billion. That is Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And I feel like it deserves that spot. It does. Mm-hmm. It does, it does. So, with us going over top 5 lists why don't we transition into our next segment Josh take it away I'll let you go first
1: alright so Jason I have we're both Marvel fans right yes yeah so I have in front of me top 5 Marvel movies of all time (sighs) Okay. and I'm pretty sure no yeah you have seen all of these because I remember you said you were on like a binge for a little while okay yes Mm. well
0: number one obviously endgame okay uh what do you think number two is so i was right with endgame okay Um, yeah 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 number two is it infinity war
1: no but it is on the list
0: okay number two is it the first avengers no but that is also on the list (laughs) Okay. Uh, When I when I say first, I'm not saying the first Avenger. I'm saying the. No, no. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. Okay. Um, hold on. Well, first of all, is Infinity War is that number three? It is not number three. Is it number four? It is number four. Okay, so I have Endgame and Infinity War. Um, I'm gonna put Avengers at number three.
1: Avengers is not three. So it's five. It is five. Okay. I got two left. You got 2 and 3. Oh, um
0: Spider-Man No Way Home is that number 3?
1: No, is it number it is not number 3? It's 2. It is it is 2.
0: Okay. And 4, so
1: I I just have 3, right? The <laughs> middle one. Yes, you do. I was going to make a joke You're like, "Oh, uh no, no. I I had no joke for it. I'm going to I'm
0: going to say Thor Ragnarok." No,
1: actually, surprisingly, it's not. Um
0: uh I gotta think is it is it in phase one
1: it is in phase three um
0: is it is it ultron no
1: actually and uh, i think wait was ultron phase? Nah, i don't remember
0: hold on i gotta i gotta look at a list of you gotta see that movies. whole timeline i gotta see the whole timeline just to just so i could channel okay um is it black panther
1: it is black panther ah. i was gonna i was gonna give you the hint it came out in i think february of 2018 yeah yeah of 2018 <laughs> so the top five marvel movies at number one end game number two spider man no way home three black panther four infinity war and five is avengers
0: Hey, hey, You read it backwards. I read it
1: backwards. while you wanted me to start at number five? Well, yeah. Usually you go five, and then you save like the best for for last, right? Like a countdown. Yeah, you know? I guess. But okay. I mean, it's pretty obvious that Endgame did. Oh, ouch! I made money. <laughs> it it really it did. Really
0: good. All right. So now's my turn. So okay. I'm looking at a list of the top five most expensive states. Um, I'm assuming that this is states to live in and not visit so yeah the top most okay. expensive states to live in what do you got
1: uh i'm gonna start at five okay is number five florida florida is not on this list are you serious god okay. I, I was um, surprised
0: one of actually yeah two of these states i'm kind of surprised that were more expensive than florida
1: is texas number five
0: Texas is not on there. That's actually on the list for most, one of the most cheaper ones, which also surprised me. Oh, more.
1: you know what? Yeah, you, you're right. Is Nevada? Nevada's not there. Uh-uh. What is it on the list? Nope, it's not on the list. What the hell? Okay. Because okay, you know what? I'm gonna skip. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I guess you don't have to like guess like the numbers. actual just, thing. Yeah, just say the name, and then if wherever it is on the list, I'll tell you where it's at.
1: Uh California. California is number four. What? Oh, this is... Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I would have thought that California was uh, number... Well, there was also one more contender for number one, but that's also not it. Is New York
1: on the list? New York is number five. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Okay, this got interesting. Because I I was Uh, thinking
0: to myself, I was like, damn, what could be more expensive than New York and California? And then... What i'm what the number one is i was like oh yeah i guess i could see that
1: so for um i'm just, is illinois on the list illinois is not on there okay figured what could be more expensive than those um th-
0: think very uh very broadly uh, try, try to think here i'll say one of them has a major city in it
1: God, this is gonna fuck me up. um Major city. Oh, is it Maryland? Uh, number two. It, it
0: was listed as DC, but obviously that D- is Maryland. Okay. I I just realized that they listed the the title is most expensive states, but they put DC. But yeah, you're correct. Maryland DC is number is two. Uh, yeah. The, well, it is the nation's cat. Anyway, yeah, DC it Maryland. Is. That is number two north virginia no did you just say north virginia yeah no no that that is incorrect because that doesn't fucking exist
1: (laughs) (laughs) north dakota
0: north dakota is not on there
1: minnesota
0: nope that uh again major city think about that
1: major city could there be uh in wisconsin no no okay here how about for hmm i have two more i was it one and three it's one in three yes okay uh which region is one of them um like what time zone
0: um around the the new england area so what that's that's, oh uh, so
1: east coast yeah okay are they both east coast no Oh, one of them. Okay. Um, uh, would you consider Pennsylvania? Being... Uh,
0: no, but you're kind of you're kind of close. I'm kind of close. You're close in that area.
1: I might need a map.
0: Uh, I'm looking at the map. Yeah. Again, <laughs> so think of think of Pennsylvania. It's even more east than that. East. This this city has. It it, it is right on the the Gulf of Maine. Or, I guess, Atlantic Ocean. Oh,
1: for Maine? Oh, Atlantic. Yeah, Massachusetts.
0: Yes, it is Massachusetts. Number what? I, this is the one that surprised me, because I was like, I mean, I get that they have Boston, but, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't <sighs> know how Massachusetts would beat out Illinois.
1: I I guess. Cause like
0: our, whatever. Our taxes Not, are a bunch of things.
1: Okay. Anyway, I was gonna say like taxes, but that's a bunch of grown up shit. Um. um okay. Just,
0: now you you just have number one. So you have New York, California, Massachusetts, D.C. And here's a hint. Louisiana. No, this state, we know someone who lives there, and I think is she's the only person that we both know that lives there, or at least for you. Maine. No. <laughs> iowa who cares about maine when's the last time someone talked about maine i don't know middle school (laughs) okay um this the the girl that i'm talking about we used to be friends with her we used to go to school with her
1: dude we went to a we went to school with a bunch of them
0: (laughs) but indiana no think okay this girl moved to this state how about that This state is probably, like, the most unique state out of all states. Oh, my God. Um, And I can see how, like, how you could, like, kind of forget about this one. But at the same time, it is so well known.
1: By the way, I was thinking North Carolina, not Virginia. Not Virginia. I would say this state probably
0: has the most culture out of all 50 of them. Most culture? It is one of the most famous vacation spots. And there's Jeez. currently there were they were, we they recently had a pretty bad wildfire over there. That's the biggest hint I could get. Oh god. Bro. Michigan. <laughs> no, wh- wh- I, What just, part of Michigan would have a wildfire?
1: Would, I fucking know the one by Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> I said I said that this state is one of the most famous places to take a vacation. Who the hell goes to Michigan?
1: You never know. I,
0: I I've gone to Michigan for like like the dunes, but this is, like, an expensive, like, you, you, like, plane ride.
1: I'm so dumb.
0: I'm looking, I'm looking at the East Coast. We're running out of time, should I?
1: I know. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay, does it start with the I? No. But it has, does it, start with... it has two
0: hmm? eyes in it. Indiana. No, said... <laughs> <laughs> It. This, this state is in the middle of nowhere. Right. i don't know how more, how more missouri
1: no mississippi
0: dude you really suck at that
1: i know shit um i'm thinking i think
0: i am thinking too hard stop, stop looking at the atlantic look more towards the pacific west or okay. I guess i guess it would be east but no again okay, no, west west
1: which one has a fucking eye in it? Mexi- New Mexico, Arizona. I'll give, you, a... I'll
0: give you a hint. Fun fact about this state: it is actually closer to Japan than it is to California.
1: Hawaii. Yes. Oh, oh, my... oh my god. Oh my goodness. Why do... Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel. I feel really dumb now i feel super
0: dumb dude i said in the middle of nowhere hotspot for vacation just had a wildfire and the girl that i was talk- talking about was chasey she moved here, i rem- remember i know i know it, it just clicked in my head okay f- f- uh, quiz quiz me on the next thing okay the next thing i have the top five foods in america top five foods in america
1: Okay. Yeah, they're they're nothing specific. They're all just general. All right, so the Oops.
0: top, the top most famous foods, like, are we talking American food or like foreign foods that Americans also happen to eat?
1: Uh, I'd say I'd say just like uh foods that Americans eat, Americans eat, like nothing okay. foreign. Uh,
0: well, hmm, well, the reason I ask is because I, I would say that pizza was on the list, but that's that's Italian, you know.
1: Actually, well pizza is on the list
0: okay so we are going for okay um, where, what i mean num- well
1: what number is it on the list do you want a hint or or do you, do you want to guess or
0: oh, no just like if i say oh, the name just tell me the number
1: okay pizza is number four
0: okay um obviously hamburgers cheeseburgers burgers burgers
1: is number five i'll give you that
0: one really i thought it would be like up okay so yeah, i know i have burgers and pizza um hot dogs Hot dogs is number one. Number one. I, f- I feel like cheeseburgers would be more popular than hot dogs, but
1: I thought so too. But you know, it's greasy. I don't think a lot of people would have gone for um, it. Then again, hot dogs are too. Fried chicken. Um. Mm, I want to say more. Some something more specific. Than so f-
0: so it's a type of chicken. Pr- is it? It uh, is. A, it is
1: a. Chi- it is a type of chicken. Chicken tenders. Yes, that is number three.
0: Okay, so I just have number two.
1: Yes, you have number two.
0: Um,
1: you want a hint? Yes. It's a common side.
0: Oh, it's French fries.
1: Yes, nice. French fries is number two. I was gonna say uh, the other hint I was gonna give you is like uh, the British use it, use it, use chips as a term.
0: Yes, they do. Um, and which I have a note about British people in this episode, Oh, dude. which Isn't... we are, no. which, which we are yet to start breaking down. <laughs> but in that time, I'm... yeah,
1: because it's my fault because I spent so much time guessing dude. a state.
0: We got to do this segment more. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> the, the last thing that, uh, I'm going to have you guess that, that we're going to be doing on this segment. Okay. I have in front of me the top five menu items on McDonald's. Chicken Tenders, number one. I, or not um, Chicken Tenders,
1: Chicken Nuggets,
0: number chicken, one. That's better. But Chicken McNuggets are surprisingly not on there. I thought that they would. Okay, well, McRib. McRib <laughs> is not on there, and it was also discontinued.
1: Big Mac. Big
0: Mac is number two.
1: Oh, God, okay. What a, mm, okay is the crispy or spicy chicken on there? No. Are the fries on there? French fries is number one. Okay, that makes sense. Okay,
0: so you got one and two. I got one and two. I need
1: three more. Those are the only few I get. What Here, else
0: is there? Here's a hint. One of them is a breakfast item.
1: Uh, hotcakes or pancakes? Uh, nope. Is it one of the McMuffins? Oh, uh, yep. It's a McMuffin, but what kind? The egg McMuffin.
0: That is correct. Or is it a?
1: Oh, I was gonna say, or a bacon egg McMuffin.
0: <laughs> egg McMuffin is number five.
1: So you Wait, just, is there like different ones or?
0: Uh, that is the that is the only breakfast item on the menu, I think. Okay. I th- maybe maybe this one right here is also breakfast, but uh, anyway, you just need three and four.
1: Is is this including drinks or no? It's just actual no, like just just food? Oh, okay. Is the hash brown included in there?
0: There are no hash browns.
1: Ooh, what the sausage? Because I think uh, you can get that by itself.
0: No, no sausages. Oh my god. What else is there? Um, w- w- one of these items is a. Uh, I guess you would, you could consider a specialty item. And uh, we used to get it a lot, but we don't get it anymore.
1: Oh my i guess that that sounds kind of vague a little bit but i'm trying to think like other special menu was uh, it a burger um no there are no more burgers on this menu. oh god okay oh and you said the McRib was discontinued
0: here uh That's for for sure. the one for the one that i'm trying to give you a hint on um right. a lot of stuff comes with it how about that and it is different every other week or something.
1: Suck, okay, yeah, no. I I completely got nothing, honestly. You
0: for this one, you should eat this when you are feeling
1: sad. If you can see my face right now, like the cogs are turning, but they're like, I got nothing.
0: We used to get this when we were young, but now that we're older, we don't really get it anymore.
1: I used to say, I said chicken, chicken no. McNuggets.
0: Here, it's hint. Chicken McNuggets come in this meal. It is only sold as a meal. You can't get it separate. Bro, I... This is the number one item that kids get kids
1: meals like burgers oh oh
0: oh cheeseburger you said kids meal you're on the right track god damn uh kid... what is the ha- oh happy meal yes i I, I said it accidentally yeah happy meal is number
1: 4 dude what the hell oh my god that's <sighs> okay but 3 what And is... the, and then number 3 i don't think you're going to get this cuz
0: i no. this might have been discontinued number 3 is the
1: snack wrap Nah, no, never. Never had it. Never heard of it. Um, I always
0: see people obsessing over the snack wrap, but I've never had oh. it, and I don't...
1: I just realized this. Didn't they have, like, a snack burrito or something? I, I think. Something like that. Oh, well. Hmm.
0: All
1: that right. just made me hungry.
0: So, um, we'd like to send our regards to the Makeshift Project, because they are the people who originally um or who do this series on tiktok and i've always found it pretty entertaining and i thought that we would give it a shot on the podcast again that is the makeshift project they uh they are the people who provided the list for today um so yeah, go give them a listen it's pretty entertaining and i hope you enjoyed thanks. us or at least
1: trying to <laughs> get through these lists uh, josh <laughs> thanks makeshift project you made me feel really dumb because <laughs> you were fine that's no. no, fine No, I'm pretty dumb as well. Sorry. Alright,
0: speaking of food, why don't we take a trip to a fancy restaurant for today? When was the last time you went to a fancy restaurant? The last fancy fancy restaurant, I guess that comes to my mind. Um, I went to the Fogo de Chao that is um, not too long or not too far from me. Mm. And... I have, I have a story about that folk with the chow later, but well, why don't we just get into it already? The fans have right. probably clicked off.
1: That's okay. They, <laughs> t- they would probably, after the whole top five thing and hearing me fuck up Hawaii, we're like, all right, that's it. All right. So um,
0: I'm going to start at 10 seconds. Why don't you open it up today?
1: So we open up with a close-up of Muscle Man chewing some gum and spitting it back onto a wrapper and placing it on the ground out and he's outside of the park with his girlfriend Starla uh as muscle man puts down the the chewed up bubble gum in the wrap he goes over to Starla who is sitting on a bench and he's watching over to his right and he sees a speed a speed walker you know do one of those uh people that does low exercises around the park they do You've seen those, right?
0: It's kind of like how how the mall walkers walk, where they kind yeah. of they kind of like pump their arms, but they're not running.
1: Mm-hmm. They, like I said, it was like it looks like he's speed walking almost. It's one of yeah. those. Oh wait,
0: we saw this dude in uh, what was it, Jinx? Did we? Yeah. Oh
1: yes, we did. We did. We did. He was the one that got
0: smacked. He got smacked, <laughs> but then uh, but then he just kept on walking.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. Anyways. So we see the, the speed walker going towards Muscleman and Starla. And Muscleman is pretty entertained by it. He's He tells Starla, oh, it's on. And he goes, talks to Starla and says, time to bust out the popcorn, baby. As he pulls out a small paper bag filled with popcorn. And he grabs a handful and starts munching on it. As the speedwalker goes over to jog, the speedwalker just steps on the piece of gum without even knowing because he has headphones in and he's concentrated on walking. <laughs> this man literally yes. steps straight into the gum.
0: And that, have have you stepped on gum before?
1: Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. <sighs>
0: I've stepped on gum before. I've stepped in dog shit. It's nasty.
1: Oh, oh god! I I stepped in human shit. But oh, that's even like, worse. Not Wait, not who, like full on. Who's but... was it? Probably mine. What did you did you miss? <laughs> no, it was it was probably when I used to have like really bad, uh, I, I guess constipation or diarrhea. Wait, I but how did it in?
0: How the hell did you wait? You, you you have constipation, yet you couldn't hold it in. No, which... no, no, like
1: when, when I had constipation. Uh, that's what I was saying. Like it was either when I had constipation or I was about to, or. I don't remember. This was a while back ago, but all I know is that I did need a poo. Wait, but how the hell? How
0: how did it get on the bottom of your foot
1: though? I was wearing uh, shorts. One little smidget just fell out, (laughs) and I was, you know, walking, stepped, uh, stepped a little bit. I was like, "Oh, that's poo." Oh, well.
0: I can't even make fun of you cuz rem- remember that one um that one episode I think I was like right at the end of England where I was I freaking had food poisoning for that in like 2 weeks. Yep. And oh that was the worst thing ever. I I probably had E coli, which is terrible. <laughs> oh,
1: I should not laugh at bad. that, but oh my god. It was the, And that was like before you left England.
0: Literally the it's it was my last 2 weeks over there. I'm trying to like make most of my time, but instead I'm sitting on the toilet the entire time, straight up shitting. Yep. And I, I went to the bathroom probably like 10 times a day. It was so bad. And the, the funny thing is, though, um, when I came back to America, I had brought like a bunch of snacks from England, you know, just to, like mm-hmm. have memories. Uh, obviously, all those snacks are gone. But the one, the only thing that I have from England that is edible are my diarrhea pills from Asda. Oh, my God. <laughs> You still have those laying around? Uh, yeah, they're in my medicine box. Kiss I Ever exp- need them? They
1: don't. Yeah, they don't expire, do they? Uh, uh,
0: they probably they probably are expired, but I don't know. It's uh, I guess it's cool to have something from England, even if it is poo-poo pills and <laughs> poo <Poo-poo> pills. So, <laughs> um, the the jogger walker guy steps in the gum, and he just uh Walks away. Muscle Man is uh, getting a kick out of this. He's laughing all hard, spilling the popcorn all over the place. But then he realizes that Starla is just not laughing. And then he's like, why aren't you laughing, babe? You always laugh when we go on dates. Bye. Starla says, Mitch, we have to talk. And then Muscle Man gets all nervous. They start to walk around the park and she says, I've been thinking. We need to take our relationship more serious and to the next level because my parents are in town tonight and I think you should meet them over dinner. And then Muscle Man is like, whoa, seriously, babe, that's a huge step. And I already know the perfect place. And he kind of like dips her down like wedding style. I already know the perfect place, Wing Kingdom. But Starla stops and she's like, "Uh, I don't think you should take my parents there. I have another place in mind. And we cut to this very fancy restaurant with a expensive-looking chandelier. And classical music is playing, which is actually um, Vivaldi's Four Seasons Spring. You hear this song, like, this is basically the anthem for, like, fancy restaurants or, like, anywhere fancy. And it also happens to be one of my favorite classical pieces. So
1: it, It's very, like... Um... It's like the default classical song. I, I was going to say, like, did Beethoven make this? <laughs> nope, not Beethoven, Vivaldi. Um, uh, but yeah,
0: everyone, everyone's heard this piece before somewhere, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Muscle Man is, like, kind of looking in the window at this restaurant, and there is, like, just rich people all around. And they all, they all have, like, white hair, and they're all drinking tea. But every single time some like one of the guys like drinks tea, first they raise their pinky to take a sip. This old lady has a napkin in her hand, and she raises her pinkies to wipe her face. And a- everyone is raising their pinkies. And there's a sh- sign that says, no shoes, no shirt, no service. And Muscle Man's all like, oh no, bro. Um, I had a note about how pinky fingers are often associated with British people.
1: I was going to say with fanciness.
0: With, yeah, that and British people and fanciness. But I could tell you right now that British people really don't put their pinky fingers up. I, and mm-hmm. I I don't know where that, like, stereotype came from.
1: I don't know. I've seen Jacob do it a bunch of times. And I'm just like, I think it's a habit for him at this point. I'm like, and I almost want to, like, smack his pinky down. Just like, fuck you. Stop it.
0: I I That's funny. Because I was going to say, you are ironically more likely to see an American raise their pinkies over a British person. Because... You
1: know I, what? I, no, I was going to say, go for
0: it, go for it. I, I was going to say how... I feel like Americans, like, back in, like, the 2010s or something, 2000s, we started to raise our pinkies and be all, to be all funny, be like, oh, hey, look, I'm British. And then it just stuck. Because realistically, <laughs> a lot of Americans do raise their pinkies.
1: As much as I... I what I think it is, is... Uh, at least Americans try to imitate fanciness or proper and they look across the pond and they see British people and have that kind of stereotype built in their heads mm-hmm. when really they're, they're just like, are they're almost like Americans. Yeah. yeah Except I think what I think is that they, they're more verbal about what the fuck they want to say. <laughs> that is true. And, um,
0: so there, yeah. There's British people, but then really, who's really fancy and like, uh, I guess, um, I, I'm not sure upper if, class. I, I'm upper class, or I'm not sure. Nitpicky is the word. French. The French are very fancy.
1: Oh yeah, that's. Um, sweet.
0: I so I lived with a, a French flatmate, and <laughs> I do not think that he likes me. Why do you think that? Well, one, I'm I'm American, and I feel like automatically the French don't like Americans.
1: <laughs> I I don't think a lot of Europeans like Americans.
0: Yeah, people always say that how like how Americans view uh, people from Florida. That's how the rest of the world views us, which I guess is fair because yeah. uh, th- this goes back to how some former president doesn't really have like the best like ethical. Um, values or like i don't know the, the way that this person like talks in speech like it's like well what, what am i listening to right now i yeah. digress but um yeah this this french flatmate probably did not like me um and there was this one time where he had all of his uh french friends over um and they had they had like some like potluck like lunch or whatever and okay. It happened on like a Saturday, so like you know, I'm staying in for the day. I I come down to the kitchen with like a t-shirt and like basketball shorts or whatever, just to make myself a snack or something. And you uh-huh. know, the, I, I'm I'm just trying to get in and out because I don't want to interrupt them because they're all sitting around the table. There was like eight of them, mm-hmm. and I see them and they're dressed like pretty like nice, like they're wearing like collared shirts and nice pants. The girls are wearing like like jumpas or whatever they call it. Um, and then I, huh.
1: Sweaters, you mean?
0: Sweaters, or uh, they—they looked nice. And so yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to make conversation because I knew some of them, and I'm like, "Oh, like, what are you guys all dressed up for?" And then every se- they all looked at me, and they're like, w- "What do you mean? <laughs> We're not dressed up." And and then that's when it hit me: French people just dress like that—that that their hey, their everyday outfit is collared and like sweaters and things like that. So, and I, I respect that because like, I I you know dress to impress but mm-hmm. I could just feel the judgment coming at me. They're probably all like, uh, this stupid American, like, <sighs> and yeah. <laughs> I'm at 111.
1: So Muscle Man is seeing all of these fancy people inside the restaurant, and he goes, oh, no, bro. And he turns around, uh, and we get this wide shot of the restaurant. It's called the Bistro in el Park, which um I'm that pretty sure means restaurant in the park. You are correct. Oh, yeah, dude. I speak French. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Sucre bleu.
1: So you know what? suck your mom. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so he turns over to Starla and questions her. He's like, uh, are you sure about this place? And Starla goes like, yeah, this is the best place to make an impression. And I really want my parents to like you as she crosses her arms. Muscle Man still hesitant. He's like, uh, Sure. Then let's go here, babe. So, M. Starless is <coughs> thrilled to hear about this. She gives Muscle Man a kiss and says, Oh, I'm so excited for my parents to meet you. There's so much to do. And she goes and runs off. And Muscle Man is just stunned as she runs off. And we clock wipe to the next scene.
0: Mm hmm. Um, right, t- yeah, I'll take it away. So okay. um, in the scene, we are in the house, in the kitchen. Man is on the phone. He's trying to make a reservation at the restaurant. And while he's on the phone, Mordecai and Rigby walk in the kitchen. And um, they notice that Muscleman's on the phone. And so they're kind of like eavesdropping on, on it. And you could hear Man be like, uh, yeah, Sorenstein, party for 4, 7 p.m. And then the, the guy, we cut to the... The host on the other line, he's like, We, oui, Mr. Sorenstein, we will see you tonight at seven o'clock. Now, we do have a strict dress code, and Muscle sweating. He's all like, Uh, dress code. And the guy's like, Uh, oh, we, oui, black tie, a jacket. And Muscle Man says, Uh, a jacket. I think I might have a windbreaker. And then the <laughs> dude gets offended. He's like, What? Need I mention shirt and shoes? are required as well and then muscle man's like oh of course not i totally knew that now this is totally a joke question but that shirt has to be clean too right and then the dude really starts to freak out he's like what well i never and then he just starts to blabber a bunch of whatever on the other end of the phone uh muscle man starts to panic and he's like uh uh see you at seven he hangs up the phone and (sighs) starts to take deep breaths (laughs) Um, Mordecai and Rigby are standing next to him at this point, uh, and Rigby's like, let me guess, Bistro in La Park? And Muscleman's like, yeah, I have to meet Starless Parents there tonight. And Mordecai and Rigby are like, oh, you're taking it to the next level. And then Muscleman's like, oh, but did you hear that? I barely made it through the reservation, so how am I going to impress Starless Parents if I can't even call in to make a reservation? Mordecai is all like, ah, oh, just just be yourself, man. And he's all like, oh, I can't be myself. Myself sucks. And Starla will totally dump me if her parents don't like me. And Rigby offers, like, oh, well, we're going to help you get ready for the dinner. And Muscleman's like, really? Mordecai says, yeah, man, we're your friends. And we hate to see you bummed out. And then Rigby says, plus, last time Starla dumped you, you got all sad and we had to do your work. And Muscleman kind of remembers that. He's like, huh, yeah, sure, glad I'm not you guys. So, where do we start? And then Mordecai says, not we, he, and we immediately cut over to Pops. Uh, real quick, did you catch the reference in that scene? Uh, no. So, when Rigby says, remember the last time you got all sad? Mm. You freaked out and we had to do your work. That is from Muscle Woman.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was I was gonna say because I had a note at the beginning, uh, and I wrote down Starlet comes back from previous from a previous episode. I forgot what, but Yep, yeah. There we go. Continue. <clears throat> so, uh, we get a close up of Pops as Mordecai says he, and we zoom out and Pops laughs. And says, "I'm so happy that you've decided to become Fancy Muscle Man, and you want me to help. I even wrote a book about it. I sound really <laughs> talk
0: a book about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well. Uh, so Pops pulls out this giant-ass the- thesaurus of a book, and it's, it's not a thesaurus, re- but ah, well, you know, dictionaries are pretty huge.
0: It's it's theory, it's fanciness theory and practical application." So it's, a big book. it's it's pretty big. It's almost as big as me.
1: So, anyways, pops goes on <laughs> to read literally word for word what this book says. He says, "Fanciness theory, and a practical application of advanced theory of fanciness." Turns the page. Volume one of six, first printing, published MCMXVIII. I was gonna ask you, do you know what that is?
0: Um, X, V, wait, X, V, I, 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 I believe that means, um, MMXV, wait, MMXVI, Uh I believe that's 18.
1: I'm not going to Be- lie to you, I was asking you if you knew, and I'll believe what, I'll believe what you said.
0: XVIII is 18, and I only know that because I have a Roman numeral tattoo. Oh my god, I'm, you do. But I'm not sure what MCM means. So it's something 18.
1: It's it could be hundred eighteen or, or something maybe else. maybe it's eighteen hundred. I don't know. Eighteen hundred. Oh god. <laughs> but <clears throat> um, so yeah, go. Okay. So Mordecai as Pops is reading this out. The three the three Muscle Man Mordecai Rigby start backing away as they quickly learn. yet, like yeah, no, this isn't gonna help us. Uh, Mordecai slowly closes the door behind him, and goes over to talk to Muscle Man. Saying, dude, we're going to have to do this our way. And Muscleman agrees and says, good, because I don't know if I can handle t- having to listen Pop speak Spanish anymore. <laughs> when really, he didn't speak Spanish at all.
0: I feel like that's a common thing with Muscle Muscleman. Anytime like, he's hearing people speak stuff he doesn't understand, he's like, oh, why, why are you speaking Spanish, bro? Things like that. Muscle Man but, a
1: racist? Confirmed?
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so we cut to a montage where um, Mordecai, uh, he re- he's reading a book to Muscle Man, and it's called Etiquette for Very Young Children. That's more of Muscle Man's speed. <laughs> that is. Um, step one is a firm handshake. So Mordecai and Rigby are teaching Muscle Man how to handshake. Uh, Mordecai holds up his hand for Muscle Man to shake, but instead Muscle Man daps him up <laughs> and, and high-fives him, of course. Um, step two: Open the door for guests. We get this shot of Muscle Man practicing opening the door for Rigby, and right as Rigby walks in, Muscle Man cuts him off and just runs in himself. And Rigby face palms. Step three: Seat your guest, which means to pull out your chair for your guest at the table. So he, pull, Muscle Man, pulls out the chair for Rigby, but then he shoves him back into the table, and then it makes the table hit Rigby in the throat. And then clock wiping over to the next part. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby are teaching Muscleman how to eat a salad. Because apparently in fancy restaurants, you have to use the salad fork. And Muscleman grabs the fork. Um, there's one out of three forks, and he just grabs the right one. And so you can see that he's kind of getting it. Next, we stop at this uh, expensive men's tuxedo store. It's called Awkward and Oblong and muscle man looks pretty dapper in his tuxedo and he's wearing a red uh bow tie and cummerbund
1: is that what that's called like a little hip
0: piece that the little hip piece yeah it's a cummerbund um never knew that i remember i had to wear i had to wear a red one just like muscle man um actually i had to wear a red bow tie and a cummerbund when i was uh what's the name fucking sebastian and little mermaid Um, Um, but I always got the name wrong. I'd always called it a Cumberbatch, like Benedict (laughs) Cumberbatch. (laughs) So, um, and his hair is all slicked back with gel and Mordecai's like, oh, whoa, you dude, you look like a whole new man. And how do you feel? And then muscle man says, I feel fancy. But then immediately his clothes collapse, like the clothes magically just get ripped off of him. His jacket and pants fall down and his hair like basically like combust and it's all rip ruffled and stuff ruffled and then he starts to panic he's, he's all like i can't do this and mordecai says oh, we're gonna need a plane b rigby You still got those mini headsets
1: and what happens next we clock wipe over to the dinner and before we do that i need to go pee because that uh i finished the pewdiepie drink and it's oh, going for me like water
0: okay there we go so, um while Josh is gone, um we're recording this on August 29th and it is um we are almost at Labor Day weekend and uh, I wanted to tell Josh, but I uh I didn't know a good transition, but I'm actually going to California because my dad's side is having a family reunion and my dad's side is like huge cuz he has 7 siblings and this is going to be the first time in like eight something years where the entire entire family is going to be like at the same place so all the aunts and uncles are going to be there all the cousins are going to be there and um cj's coming with so that's going to be fun we're flying into fresno and it's this really nice place called uh visalia visalia something like that (laughs) what uh, i was just telling the listeners about how um you know how i told you that we're gonna have to miss next week next week's recording session oh yeah um, that's because I'm going to California for a Labor Day weekend. Oh, oh is that next week? Oh, geez. that Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I took off, uh, Friday from work so I could have Friday all the way to Monday off. Oh, and, so you're
1: just going to California for the weekend?
0: Yeah, and the entire family is going to be there. Like, all my dad's, like, seven other siblings and all the cousins and stuff. And CJ. So. Nice. And, um, we're going to... Uh, my my cousin he has a he has a place out there, and he has an in-ground pool, and we're also gonna be staying at a really nice hotel, Ooh. and um and also guess what we're gonna be eating? What, are you gonna be
1: eating uh,
0: salads? <laughs> no, well I'm pr- probably um it is a famous Filipino dish that is often regarded as super disgusting.
1: Uh shit, oh my god, I can't think of it. Is it is is it like that the? Pig? Um, The lechon. Lechon?
0: Uh, That's not what I'm talking about. But yeah, we will also have a big ass lechon there. Um, What I'm talking about is we're going to be eating balot. Oh. (laughs) So basically, um, for people who are not Filipino, um, balot is a traditional Filipino dish where it is basically an unfertilized or half fertilized duck egg. Um, you basically, uh, you basically like open the egg when the, the when the bird is like half developed and it's like still like a fetus, and you eat it. Mm-hmm. And I um I was telling one of my coworkers about this, and he's like, "Oh, you're actually gonna eat that?" And I'm like, "It's gonna be my first time eating it." And then he said, like, "I was watching like this like extreme like food show where they had to eat like a bunch of gross stuff, and balot was like the fu- the last thing that they had to eat with, with like the biggest challenge."
1: So, I th- what I think is that when people see the types of uh entrees or foods that Filipinos have to eat or find enjoyable, they they instantly get disgusted only because Filipinos have this thing where we're basically hunters, so like, <laughs> we'll eat any well, not anything but whatever we could get our hands on and we turn it into. Uh, food. So, like what you said with the... I forgot. I can't pronounce it. Balot, the, the, balot and the lechon. Mm-hmm. Like, just those two as a good example.
0: I mean, yeah, like when when you were voyagers for, like, centuries, like, that's... You just gotta... Food and now is it's a staple. There. Yeah, now it's a staple. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, this balot and lechon is no fancy restaurant. It's no bistro in Le Parc. No. But a
1: Caesar salad does sound good right now. Yeah,
0: that was your cue to continue. But okay. I, yeah, yeah. So we. <laughs> cut,
1: anyways, I'm thinking about food. So we cut over to I'm guessing later in that in that day at night, where Muscle Man is kind of pacing around outside the restaurant, and he has the mini headset in his ear, and he starts talking to Mordecai and Rigby, and he says, "I don't know if I could do this, guys." But Mordecai from inside wearing a disguise as a waiter says, dude, don't worry. You got this. And he goes on saying, me and Rigby are already inside. Just stick to the plan. Everything will be alright. Muscleman feels assured. He says, thanks guys. I really, but gets cut off by a a hunk of a, of a car coming in behind him. And it's Starla with her parents uh, as Starla's dad gives the valet the keys to go, uh, park the car. Starless sees Muscle Man and calls him out, saying, "Mitch, Mitch." Muscle Man turns around and says, "Whoa, babe, you look totally hot," but stops himself from saying "hot" because apparently that's not fancy. He stutters a little bit and he says, "Oh, lovely." Um, <laughs> uh, Starla's. It has one eyebrow raised and is like, uh, "Mish, these are my parents." And we pan over to Starla's let la- our Starla behind her, and we see her parents. Rigby from inside tells Muscle Man to shake their hands. Muscle Man's uh, looking a little nervous, uh, and he introduces himself first to Starla's dad, saying, "Mish Sorenstein." Uh, Starla's dad says, "Charmed." I am Sir Herbert Gutsman Dort, and this is my wife, Madam Rose Gu- Gu- Gutsman Dort.
0: Gutsman Dortier. D O T I R.
1: I don't know. Yeah, not, these are some long ass names. <laughs> uh, so, re- I'm just going to refer to her to Star's mom. Star's yeah. mom re- <laughs> reaches out her hand and. Unlike Filipinos who bless their their lolas or the elderly, <laughs> uh, Mitch or Muscle Man goes and grabs uh, Starla's mom's hand and just gives it a nice little peck on the on the finger, and he off and he says, "Let's go inside, shall we?" As uh, Starla and her parents walk over to the front door, Muscle Man kind of uh, relieves himself and says, "Like whoo!" and starts chuckling a little bit. But Rigby instantly puts uh, Muscle Man to attention and says, Dude, get the door! And Muscle Man sprints (laughs) down the carpet.
0: (laughs) So, I I had to talk about this. So, yeah, we could see Muscle Man, like... Starla and her parents are already walking towards the door, and they get pretty close, but then Mine, he, like, darts it. He, like, kind of runs around them in a semicircle to grab the door, and he's able to open the door, and I'm sure the family appreciated it, but... Mm-hmm. So, as, as a gentleman myself, I always make an effort to hold the door for people, but have you ever been, like, in the situation, like, here, where you have to awkwardly run around the group to, like, grab the door? And
1: no I, well because like,
0: like i because usually when i when i try to like um offer to o- grab the door i always make sure like as we're walking up i'm towards the front of the group so i yeah. don't have to awkwardly maneuver myself up there because i don't know when because there there's no way to kind of run to the door and make it look smooth because like uh-huh. um I, it, it all it kind of makes yourself look i'm not sure if desperate is the word but like you're not exactly like sucking up to them but like what i'm trying to say is holding a door and being a gentleman should be smooth you know what i mean but
1: yeah muscle man starla and her parents walk into the restaurant and the hoster hoster host uh introduces them to uh the restaurant he says "Mm, well (laughs) wait wait i'm trying to get into character (laughs) I can't fuck it. Welcome to welcome to Le Bistro and La Park, and he walks up to them. Uh Muscle Man says, Sorenstein, table for four. I and the host says, I hope Monsieur found a clean shit. Muscle Man awkwardly chuckles and says, Like you know it, bro. And the host says, Yes. Your table waits and he points them to the direction of the dining room. As they walk in, the host uh, has one of his employees, and whispers, "Keep an eye on them." Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, this host guy with the mustache, who
0: uh, Muscle Man was also talking on the phone, his name is, uh, I can't pronounce it, Madrid or whatever. M- M- oh God, Madrid. Uh, h- how about let's call him Mater. Mater! <laughs> it's spelled m-a-i-t-r-e apostrophe d
1: why do i feel like we're both like speed when he opens a fifa pack and he gets and he pronounces he purposely pronounces the player's name's wrong
0: yeah (laughs) but um muscle man and the family get seated at their table and they're all kind of like awkwardly standing there then rig b chimes in. he's like dude pull out the chair for starla so Mitch does it, Starla sits down, and then um, Mus- uh, Mus- Starla's dad does the same thing for the mom. And then Rigby says, all right, you're up, Mordecai. So then um, Mordecai walks up, and he's wearing a fake mustache because he's posing as the waiter for today. And Mordecai says, ah, if it isn't Mr. Sorenstein. And y- you could tell that Mordecai is, like, getting into the character. And he's like, are you ready to order, sir? And Muscleman says, uh, uh. But then Rigby says... Uh, again, anytime Rigby talks here, he's talking on, like, the wireless headset. Rigby says, Muscleman, you're supposed to order for the table. And Muscleman's like, oh, right, right. Um, <clears throat> the ladies will have the lobster, and the gentlemen will have the filet mignon, which is obviously <laughs> the flaming <and> young. <laughs> um, and then he looks up and he's like, I mean, if the ladies and gentlemen are cool with that. And then the parents are all like, huh, indeed, And Mordecai says, excellent choice, sir. And then Muscle Man, he kind of does a pro gamer move. He says, and here's a little something for yourself. Make sure things are extra fancy. And he slips Mordecai a a $20 tip. And um, you could tell that they obviously orchestrated that. And that's probably Mordecai's money. Yeah. But if if it plays into the part, then go. Yeah, that's good. Go for it. And then so they all share a laugh over that. And then Mordecai is like, ha, 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 put your napkin in your lap, ha, 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 (laughs) (laughs) which is funny. And then, um, so the whole table puts their napkins on their laps and then Mordecai passes by Rigby and he says like, all right, you're up. Uh, Rigby continues and he says like, all right, muscle man, get ready for some fancy conversation topics. Muscle man says like, huh, um, how are you two enjoying the weather? Um, because I think it's uh, nice lately. And then the parents say like, huh, indeed. I kind of noticed something. What's whenever up? whenever I'm trying to like Im- imitate a, a fancy person, I always say the words, huh, indeed. And like, this
1: is what I mean. Like, the fanciness stems from like British people. That,
0: yeah. And. For, for my case, I feel like I probably got it from this episode right here. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, why do I always say indeed? But I was like, oh, hey, look, it's right here. Um, and Muscle Man continues the conversation. So he's like, so what do you uh, do? Um, I, I work full time at the park uh, in uh, park management. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm just lucky I get to do what I love, which is basically just mowing the lawn topless. And then all of a sudden, Mordecai steps in. He's like, whoa, hey, uh, hot salads are coming through. And he <laughs> gives the table salads. And the joke here is that salads aren't fucking hot, you know? So he yeah. he just had to intervene. And then he's like, uh, here is your salad. Um, and then he whispers to Muscleman, he's like, hey, cool it with the topless talk. Um, here's your salad, sir. And then Muslim Man says, like, Oh, a salad. I love salad. I eat it frequently. Let's dig in. And then he's about to grab it with his hands. But then Rigby says, Fork! Fork! Use a fork! And then Muslim Man looks at the three forks again. And he's like, uh... And then Rigby says, The salad fork! And then he grabs the fork that he chose earlier in the montage. And that's a relief. And we cut into this little montage where they're going throughout the dinner. Muscle Man, uh, Rigby tells Muscle Man to chew with his mouth closed, to clean his face with the napkin, which Muscle Man was about to use his sleeve, but he lucked out there. Um, he makes a rousing toast to the table, which is pretty cool. And then um, he tells an amusing anecdote, uh, a.k.a. a joke. So Muscle Man <laughs> says, to which I replied, my mom. And they're all laughing like, oh, ho, <laughs> And... Starla says, Hey, this is going so well. They really like you. And the Mordecai says, He did it. He got through the whole meal. Then,
1: what happens? Both Mordecai and Rigby's face kind of drop as Rigby says, Wait, who's that? And it's the host, Mater, from earlier, who brings them dessert. Mater says, Your dessert, sir. Muscle Man's confused. He's like, What? You're not our waiter. And Mater goes, "Oh no, your waiter is on a break." And as Mater is saying this, Muscle Man looks over to where Mordecai and Rigby were, and both are getting apprehended by the the other employees. And one of them pulls out uh, the little headpiece that Rigby was talking to Muscle Man with and steps on it. Mater goes on to say, "But don't, but do not worry. I will take care of you now." Muscle Man starts sweating and starts getting all nervous, like Ugh. Major, uh Mater offers Muscle Man to have a taste of the dessert. It's the fanciest we had we have to offer. And this kinda we get a shot of the the dessert with three spoons. And Muscle Man says, but there's no forks. And Mater says oh there's no forks for this dessert only spoons now pick up a spoon and eat it (laughs) muscle man looks back down to the dessert and he has his hand hovering over the three spoons but this has him go into like a a shock to where his vision is like uh pulling out you know what you know what i mean um they they call that the um what is it alice
0: in wonderland syndrome Something like, like that. Thing, things appear like very warped and things are like bigger than they like appear. Type yep. thing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Muscleman gasps and uh, Starla's dad kind of gives him an eyebrow raise like, are you sure? <laughs> Muscleman uh, is breathing heavily. He's stuttering over trying to pick a spoon. And this causes everyone in the restaurant to kind of give him a little dirty look as he's as he's trying to pick up a spoon. Starla is looking a little disappointed, and the host, Mater, is looking like, oh yeah, he's not going to get this. man finally makes a decision and grabs what I believe is the middle spoon. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And he he picks it up. Everyone else around the table picks up their middle spoon. And Mater says, you chose wrong. It's it's time for you to leave, as he snaps his finger and four other uh, employees... Go around, or no two other employees. Sorry, I thought there was four. Two other employees surround the table. Muscle man says, "What? Why?" Amir responds, "Because you're not fancy. You do not eat the crème brûlée with that kind of spoon. You disgust me." And then uh, we get a little wide shot of everyone in the restaurant, kind of kind of saying like uh, these. Fancy terms like "Great Gosh," "simply unspeakable," "disgusting." As Mordecai and Rigby of, kind of walk up the table, walk up to the sword and sign table, and Starla's dad questions Muslim and says, "Is that true, Mitch? You faked being fancy?" Mater says, "We that is true. They are not. They are not fancy at all." And the crowd keeps murmuring and gets up, and everyone in the Dining room gets up to leave, and we get this little uh, shot of Mater blocking the e- the exit from uh, muscle Man and the family to leave. And he claps his hand twice, and this has the, I guess, the British, or not the British, the French Guardsman of the restaurant. So, I,
0: I had a note about that. Um, hmm. You are right because red coats are typically worn by British soldiers. Um, yeah. And I, f- I, I found that kind of funny considering that this is a French restaurant. And France and England have had beef for <laughs> historically a while, you know? Do they still do? Um, I, I, I don't think so. But um, France and England, uh, they have fought, I believe, 41 wars against each other. over the years and uh which by the way france won 24 of them and britain only won 11 pretty typical anyway (laughs) um but yeah i i i kind of found it funny that these like red coats are there but i guess it Mm. like fits the theme of fanciness you know yeah um but uh mater kind of kind of says like uh oh it is your time to leave now and if you don't leave we will escort you out and then all the red coats kind of have like different weapons like one has a sword another one has like a chain and a bunch of things uh, so what will it be and then the the entire almost the entire room is filled with like red coats and other restaurant workers to fight and Muscle Man's like, so what? So I'm not fancy. I only faked it so I could impress my girlfriend's parents, who, by the way, I've learned are actually pretty cool. And y- you could kind of see like a-, a moment where the parents look very uh, flattered by that. Muscle Man says, who cares what kind of spoon this is? Starla, you're the only one I care about. We're finishing our dessert. And then Mater says, Very well, enjoy your desserts in the emergency room. And then, so they all start to attack. Uh, two workers kind of uh, put Starla and her mom in a headlock. Muscle Man says, Hey, get your hands off her, bro. And then the dude is like, What are you going to do about it? And then, uh, all of a sudden, Muscle Man is about to throw a punch, but he accidentally backs into Starla's dad, who is also about to throw a punch. And then he's like, wait, what? Herb? And then Muscleman's dad says, I have something to confess to. And he sounds completely different. He doesn't sound fancy at all. I'm not fancy either. And then um, Muscleman's, uh, the dad and Muscleman both punch the waiters off of their girls. And then um, Mater says, destroy them. And then the dad says, me and Rose was just pretending because we wanted to impress you. And then um, you can see that Muscle Man and the Dad are like pretty alike, actually. And Muscle Man's all like, "Oh, you didn't have to do that." As they both kick down two more guys, um, the we this next like minute or two is just like a huge montage of like fighting. It's a, it's a pretty cool sequence where um, the. Muscle Man and the family are, like, kind of beating the shit out of the workers, and then one red coat kind of goes up to Mordecai and Rigby, and he has, like, a, a spinning chain with, like, hands at the end of them, and uh, Mordecai and Rigby are like, oh, whoa, we're unarmed, and then the worker's like, well, let me give you a hand, and he, like, smacks Mordecai in the face with the chain in hand, um, and he's smacking them over and over, and then Mordecai grabs, and he's like, hey, let go of my satisfaction chain, until Rigby oh. steps in, and, <laughs> dude, Rigby is on the shoulders of another guy, and he's like trying to pull his nose off, which is pretty funny to see. Like his nostrils has like Rigby's fingers are in his nose.
1: He's about to like rip his face.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And then Starla even gets in on it because she carries a guy over her head and throws him into three red coats. And then all of a sudden, Muscleman's like, "Oh, Starla, nice!" What? The- what the? And he gets kicked in the face by this uh other worker who's drinking a cup of tea and then without any word, he's not even using his hands to fight he kind of like kicks him in the face and he's like very flexible you'll you'll kind of have to like watch this because it looks pretty funny but they're not even talking like he just keeps getting kicked in the face over and over um <laughs> starless parents kind of look at each other and like give a nod and then they both start to attack the guy and then Starla, uh, I was like, "Are you okay, Mitch?" And then we could see that each of Starla's parents, like, ha- is like grabbing onto a leg of this guy. And then it's Starla and Muscleman's turn, because then they join hands and then they run towards the guy. Um, they link arms and then they kind of, kind of give him a blow to the chest. Um, but the final boss here, because Mater opens up a pack of forks and he grabs the biggest fork in the box and starts to run towards Muscleman. But at the last second, Muscle Man puts out his foot, making Mater fall out the window and crash onto a car down below. And Mater is probably dead, if not paralyzed, from this. So Muscle Man says, Let's get out of here. And then the dad says, I know exactly
1: where we could go. And Josh, where do they go? They clock wipe over to Wing Kingdom. Muscle Man is talking to Starla's parents. And he says, I thought you guys were picky. And and Starless Dad says, we are. But hey, this place makes Bistro in the Park look like Bistro in the Trash. And they all started laughing a lot. And Starless Dad raises a glass and says, this calls for a toast. Muscle Man says, I'll do you one better, Herb. So he flips over the table, knocking everything over, and... Rip or takes off his shirt, whipping it around like he, like Muscle Man would normally do at Wing Kingdom. You go, Woo! Starla's starless dad joins in. He takes off his shirt and starts whipping, whip it around. <laughs> and we pan over to the right where M- Mordecai and Rigby are quietly eating their set of wings. Mordecai kind of looks or kind of talks to Rigby. He says, You want the rest of my wings? Rigby says, Nah, I just lost my appetite. And we cut to black, thus adding, ending the episode.
0: Uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's all pretty the, funny.
1: Dude, all this, like, food talk that we've been doing is, is making me crazy. Well, I mean, Josh, if you're hungry, then
0: maybe we should go to lunchtime. 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 Lunchtime.
1: Lunch time.
0: It's funny that uh, the characters are eating at Wing Kingdom because when I got home from work, my mom actually said, "Hey, we ordered Hooters," and I had wings before this.
1: I really want to order food or go out and get food, but lately my card of five years have been is like not working. Oh, is, is it like acting up? It's it's at, it's at the point where uh since I have it had it for five years like it's getting damaged, so oh, damn. yeah. But after after class today, I went to the bank and I went up to get a new one. So it should be here in a couple of days or so. Wait, you get get a new what? A car? No, a new card.
0: Oh ca- oh, card. I thought you saying car.
1: Oh no, not yeah. <laughs> my card. If I. If I got rid of my car, that would be amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice. But um, I'm probably going to have wings after this because I'm still hungry. I'm going
1: um, to make myself some ramen.
0: But I have a little bit of trivia straight from the fan wiki like I always do. Ooh. In this episode, this is the first appearance of Starla's parents, Herb and Rose. And it is also revealed that Starla's last name is Gutsman Dottier. D- Dottier. I, well, I, I'm still Dottier. talking in a French accent, but I don't need to. But, nice. Nice. um, <clears throat> It's also revealed that the park has a fancy French restaurant called Bistro in Le Parc. Hold on. the According to the fan wiki, it says that the restaurant is inside of the park. I would have
1: thought it was outside of it.
0: Well, I mean, I guess the, the restaurant is called uh, Restaurant in the Park, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was actually in the park um i may i'm not sure if that's exactly correct because i feel like we would have heard about it um
1: hey man this park is big enough to hold like an amusement park is it is big enough to be like six flags uh
0: yeah but we have seen um like an aerial view of the park before yeah and no restaurant i don't know either way um either way the waiters in um, the restaurant are featured as enemies in the episode Best Park in the Universe. Hmm. Hmm. Episode Connections. Rigby mentions that the last time Muscle Man got dumped, he got sad and him and Mordo had to do his work. Like we said, that is a reference from Muscle Woman. Pop culture references. The classical music Spring from the Four Seasons by Antonio Vivaldi can be heard, like we also said, production notes this episode received 2.93 million views making it the most viewed episode of season three wow interesting
1: maybe because it had to do with food and fanciness
0: i I remember this um this episode had a promo and I forgot what part it was oh it was probably where muscleman had his suit but then it, it like exploded
1: I would have said it was the part where he trips over mater
0: oh uh, well that would be a spoiler though
1: Ah, well, you know. Hmm.
0: Um, other notes, High Five Ghost was originally supposed to make an appearance at the end of the episode um, oh. in the original ending, but that ending was cut.
1: You know what? That brings up a good point. I haven't seen High Five Ghost because usually he's always with Muscle Man. True, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess
0: Muscle Man kind of had to be a lone wolf in this episode because it was kind of his problem, which makes yeah. sense. Um, goofs when Mater lets go of his death fork after his death, how it like falls out of his hand. The Mm -hmm. hand he used to hold his fork has four fingers and a thumb. Unlike all the other characters who have three fingers and a thumb.
1: I thought I saw that.
0: Mm, Yeah. And then we have one alternate version in the UK. That same scene of Mater dropping his fork on a car was cut and it was replaced with uh, heavy breathing, which was dubbed over on the scene, kind of weird. <laughs> okay. Hmm. All right. Take us through lunchtime.
1: So, in the season three episode thirty-two, fancy restaurant, who was the protagonist? I wrote that it was Muscle Man. I also said it was Muscle Man. So who who was the antagonist? It was Mater. It was it was definitely Mater and his restaurant. Fuck boys. Uh, Were there any O's or H'ms in this episode? There was neither of those. There was zero. Honestly, I completely forgot about it, and it didn't even cross my mind until (laughs) I read it. It's second nature at this point. Exactly. Um, Were there any adult jokes that you caught? I caught zero adult jokes here. I would have said... uh, When Mordecai was facing the dude with the chains. And he said, let go of my satisfaction, chains. Oh, because chains and whips excite me. Oh. I can't think of the next line of that song. (laughs)
0: La 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 like it, come on. Something like that.
1: Oh my God. Uh, When that song appeared in Pitch Perfect, I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Were there any iconic regular show moments? Um... I would probably say no. Nothing that
0: could be deemed as iconic.
1: Yeah, I I'd say so as well. Were there any licensed music used though? No. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, so there was "Spring" from the Four Seasons by v- Vivaldi, 1925. Mm. It was that recent? Oh, interesting. I I would have thought at least 1925. Mm. Yeah, like well, if you think of it, for classical music, that is pretty recent. Cause like I would have thought it was at least be the 1800s. Yeah hey guys it's jason from the future so i was editing the podcast and i thought there's no way that vivaldi came out in 1925 so i did some more research and sure enough it was published in 1725 in amsterdam and was composed around 1718 to 1720 so obviously uh whatever source i got on the internet was way off or i just read it wrong and i was being a dumbass anyway yeah that's the real date and vivaldi was born in 1678 also sorry sound like this I currently have covid stay tuned on the podcast where you'll hear the episode that we've recorded yesterday on my covid experience all right back to the
1: episode on a scale of five how would you rate this episode based on memory
0: Hmm. i know what i'd say i gave this a um, uh, okay well obviously i feel like it's going to be higher now that i've like spent time to break it down but originally Mm -hmm. i gave it a 2.5
1: I'll, you know what, yeah, I can agree with that. 2.5, maybe even a 2, even. Yeah. But what, what would you rate it now, then?
0: Um, a- After breaking it down, mm-hmm. probably a, a 3.8.
1: Wow, it went up. Yeah. Just by a smidge. I'd say it's a solid 4 for me.
0: Okay. Good, good.
1: Only only because um, it's one of those episodes where uh, you, uh, where the guy has to do go out of his way just to impress his girl's parents.
0: Right, true.
1: So, would you say
0: this is a skip or a must-watch episode? Um, I put this as a skip. Um, oh. I, I liked how they kind of explored, like, a what-if scenario on, like, what would happen if Muscle Man had to be fancy. But... Mm realistically he only did this for starless parents and we don't really see them much again so yeah you not get much out of it it was still like like funny though and it was it was kind of interesting and like um kept me on the like on my toes being like oh what's gonna happen so it had that suspense aspect
1: i'm gonna go the opposite view, you and i'd say this is a must watch
0: oh interesting
1: yeah i i say it because what i say before like it's it's nice to see Muscle Man do something that isn't devious to other people, but he's doing something kind, and Mordecai and help Mordecai and Rigby are helping him do it. I
0: I guess if you wanted like a list of like all the Muscle Man centric episodes, this would be on
1: it for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. So would you say this is a good or a bad episode? I thought it was good. What? I also thought it was good. What?
0: Awesome. So in the end, well, there were no O's or Hums this episode. So we are still at one hundred two O's and sixty three Hums in total. Nice.
1: Wait, wait. How many? Wait, how many Hums? Uh, uh, sixty three. Ah,
0: that's not
1: a lot. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah, but um, yeah. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. That was Fancy Restaurant. Um, I feel like I want to go to a fancy restaurant. Actually, I don't even need to go to a fancy restaurant. I'm craving some wings right now, so I'm going to go heat those up again. And you're going to get food too, right?
1: Yeah, I'm, there, there's bound to be something in my or in my pantry. All right. Well,
0: that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to know what we're doing when we're not recording, you could follow us on Twitter, not X, at Pod. <laughs> And you could also check out our group YouTube channel, which is The Schwam Squad on YouTube. By the do way, we just uploaded have... a video. Yes, it was GTA 5 video. So, um, other than that, do you have anything else? Uh, go watch
1: it, like it, and subscribe to our channel.
0: Yes. So, that will be in the description, as well as the link to our Twitter, Not X. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you guys in the next episode.